If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Taylor, and you can see he's a fitness, he's a trainer, he's an entrepreneur, and I love talking with athletes on the show. Uh, today's talk is going to be all about fitness, resilience, journey to excellence, and I'm happy to have individuals such as Taylor on the show. So Taylor, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I love uh, having athletes on the show because um, it translates into business and entrepreneurship. So start out by talking about your story and how you got started. Yeah, of course. So athletics has always been a part of my life, uh, but I found track and field kind of by accident. Uh, it was a story of, it was a sad story. I basically was not going to be running uh, or playing basketball anymore. And I found my way for track. Track evolved into stepping onto the Cal State Fullerton team as a walk-on, eventually becoming a scholarship athlete, going through school as a kinesiologist. So I was studying for human performance, nutrition, and that just added to my repertoire of education. And then I actually was able to pursue professional athletics after I graduated. Um, I actually got my master's as well in kinesiology and strength and conditioning. And uh, during that time, I was able to apply the knowledge that I got, train with the top in the world, while I also opened up my own brick and mortar gym. So touched basically everything in my six-year journey through school and a little bit post-grad, which was a whirlwind, but I've learned so much and there's so many things that can be applied through the fitness side of world, athletic mindset, and then even on the business side of things too. Yeah, I love that. And kind of share with us the pivotal moments in your transition from Division One scholarship athlete to professional sprinter and how these shape your coaching business philosophy. Yeah, so a lot of my mindset was really molded through my athletic experience as a college student, right? I, I wasn't planning to be an athlete. So it was something that was an opportunity presented to me that really gave me an eye-opening experience because as an athlete, you have to have way more time management you have to train really hard. Your schedule is just really all over the place. So those really come together. And the college onset of taking classes and also doing all of the athletics and the extracurriculars that I needed shaped the mindset and the dedication that I needed to actually go into the professional world. And that just only enhanced it even more, right? So throughout those years, taking sports site classes and talking to students. And I've gone back to my university to, to give talks, but that kind of has sculpted everything that I do as a coach, because as an athlete, as an entrepreneur, as a student, 
you can take little tidbits here and there from everything and kind of formulate it into this life process. And the biggest thing that I have taught my clients through my coaching experience, like my philosophy of coaching is find fitness fun and dedicate your daily disciplines to it. You got to, you know, be on top of it. So now college professional sprinting has molded how I coach people that aren't athletes, but it's the same exact thing. You have to have those daily disciplines to make sure you're pushing yourself forward to get better with whatever your goals are. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Uh, and I love this, um, how you alluded to the analogy of, um, being an athlete and, you know, you have a strict training regimen schedule and then, you know, everything's going on, but you have to focus, um, and moving on to resilience and adversity, you've navigated through the challenge of starting a business while being an athlete. You know, what key strategies do you employ to um, balance this and how do you focus and, um, you know, get your training in and, and excel? That was a really tough one, actually. So there's no way to sugarcoat it. I didn't know what I was doing. I was constantly trying to learn. Like I went to school for kinesiology, not business. I was still an athlete training three to sometimes six hours a day or being gone for that long. And I had to learn everything on the business side of things. So one of the more recent things that I've learned is if you don't know something, find somebody who does, right? <laughs> Use other people's knowledge to advance yourself rather than trying to take the time to always learn everything. And this was realistically more recent, like after I retired, I was always trying to do everything when we were first getting started because we were bootstrapped. We didn't get investors or anything like that. So it was definitely do everything that you can and try to grow it, even though I don't know what I'm doing. But through learning more about business, I found out that, well, hey, if so-and-so is really good at this, maybe I could trade services with them or just pick their brain or do a consultation and learn a little bit more to help accelerate the process. Yeah. And then we're, my gym is martial arts based and then it's strength and conditioning based. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> I can't coach fighting. I can't coach boxing or kickboxing or anything like that. So that's when you find people who are professionals in that field to help elevate your service to other people. So the biggest things that I learned is don't have an ego, <laughs> ask questions. And that's what will get you through a lot of roadblocks in business and even just life overall. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, kind of a caveat is as you bootstrap, you know, what do you do to find coaches and mentors that say if you're strapped for funding or strapped for cash, how do you get that mentorship? Um, where do you go? Is it books, podcasts? Is it people in real life? Do you barter? I'm just for the people listening. I think it was a combo of both for me personally. Uh, so uh, if you guys are familiar with Andy Fursella, First Form Supplements, he actually had the podcast, uh, the MFCEO project. I listened to that a lot. It was very motivated, uh, motivating. And then I was also listening to Gary Vee a lot. <laughs> These were guys that were very well off in business, very motivating. So they kind of gave me that push like, hey, let's take the risk. I'm going to move from Orange County to LA, open up this gym with my dad, see what happens. Uh, well, you get out there and then you realize you do need to learn more. A lot of podcasts are very much motivational rather than application. So I stopped listening to those and started to look for resources that were more applicable to what I was doing. And then being in LA was new to me. So I had to start networking and meeting people. And that's where um, new opportunities present themselves. So with that, like one of our coaches, uh, he's a professional MMA fighter. 
I've been his coach since day one, since we stepped in the gym. And at first we were both training each other for free, right? We were working together for the greater purpose of his goals to get into the UFC and for my goals to help somebody else while he was also coaching us too. So there was that trade-off. Now, further along, there's tons of business coaches. There's people that are way ahead doing eight, nine figures. It's it's insane what I can see in the world now as far as business. Because when you first start, you only think so small. But when you get expanded and the, the power of proximity, when you're around other people doing really big things, that's when your eyes open and you see all these different doors. And that's where I've learned a lot more and found some new coaches to help really accelerate that process. Yeah. It kind of reminds me because I trained in uh, Olympic Taekwondo and, um, you know, it's, they had the same similar mindset, you know, they kind of opened the gym and then they were training each other. You know, they had clients starting a school, but they were training and helping each other's goals. And, you know, they produce like Olympic world, you know, national champions. Um, so um, it just kind of like help each other grow. Uh, and I love that mentality and philosophy. Yeah, that's a big part in martial arts, I think, overall. Is just, the community is so small, and it's not this huge like marketplace. So it's a labor of love, just like track and field. Like, There's not really any money in track and field. I fortunately got to train with literally the best in the world that were making money, uh-huh. but I didn't make a dime from track. Not uh-huh. $1, right? I, it cost me money to run. I was pursuing a passion of trying to make it to the Olympics uh-huh. and see my teammates go and come back with gold medals and world records, but... It's insane. It's insane with the small, small circles of um, athletics like that. And, um, you know, throughout your career, kind of mindset evolution from being a shy, you know, quiet, you that's how you describe to becoming a successful business owner and coach. Um, how has your mindset evolved and pinpoint a specific shift that significantly impact your personal and professional growth? Yeah, so definitely an introvert, definitely a shy guy, but being thrown into the world of business for one and being like the face of what's going on, I I had to talk to people. <laughs> My first experience working was as a personal trainer at a big box and they're like, oh yeah, I walk to the floor and talk to people. I was like, what? <laughs> um, I, I don't do that. I know how to coach them, but I'm not going to go just like start random conversations. <laughs> now we have such a deep culture at our gym that it's really easy to talk to people, but I've been forced to sit in front of strangers and try to see how I could help them for years now. And it's much easier. So it's not so much that I don't enjoy doing it. I still am much of an introvert, but I know how much I can help people. And that pushes me to overcome my fear of talking to people that I don't necessarily know because I've transformed people's lives so many times over and over again to know that, Even if I'm scared just to talk to them initially, I know we're going to click and just have an amazing time. So I try to think of that end result rather than that short-term fear. And that goes with literally anything in life. The the hardest thing is that first step. Once you get that first step, then things start to to roll over. So now I tell people in my gym that, yeah, I'm actually shy, introvert. I don't like putting myself out there. Like what? I'm like, yeah, I know this is different. This is like home now. You guys have been here for a few years. It's way different. So the growth that I've had to be able to speak, like doing a podcast like this is is wild, but it takes time, you just dedication. It goes back to those daily disciplines, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations that will help move you forward rather than being scared to take that next step. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very inspirational. And uh, it's just kind of like public speaking and influencer. You just have to go out and get the reps in. And once you overcome that, you gain confidence. Um, speaking of which more resilience, you know, navigating pandemics, 
especially 2020, they, you know, shut down everything. How did you, you know, how did you adapt and especially in fitness and coaching and um, what methods, um, lessons did you learn during that time? That was one of deep introspection, right? <laughs> so being in downtown LA, it was a hard close. Like we were closed for months. Um, but that was also a blessing in disguise for online training. Because actually in, in 2012, 2013, I tried creating the brand called The Vic Fit, which was Virtually Integrated Coach. So that, that's where Vic came from. Uh-huh. Back then, nobody wanted anything to do it. I didn't know how to market or anything like that. But during the pandemic, people started hitting up again to train because they couldn't go to the gyms. I'm like, oh, well, this is start, sort of happening. So then with the the gym members that we currently had, I was already doing some online pushes for them. I'm like, okay, cool. Here's a kickstart. Um, you have to look for the solutions rather than always focusing on the problem. So problem, shut down. Solution, hey, these people are still needing my help and to be able to move their bodies and stay healthy, especially in the state of complete shutdown where not only physically, but psychologically can just destroy people. So I took my teachings from my education at Cal State Fullerton and started developing the online platform to make sure that I was still able to provide everything that they needed. Now, the really cool thing is, is I'm very much focusing on building the online platform, which I never have before. Um, I've only done word of mouth and it's great, but I built this hybrid model at the gym. So the pandemic actually completely shifted our business model in person. So I actually coach people online, but they also come in for classes and do everything that they need to as well. But I fine tune like extra programming or nutrition like that. And without the solution oriented thinking during the pandemic, none of that would have happened. We may have shut down. We may have never opened up again. Right. But it's what you do with the circumstances to create the solution rather than just sitting on your hands. Like, well, I'm just a sitting duck. I can't do anything and just withering away, you know? So it definitely adapted my thinking as a person and also as a business person to make sure that anything that comes up is an opportunity, whether it seems negative or positive in the short term, it's an opportunity and you just got to take it and think about things, plan it out, look at the pros and cons, start creating an action list to really make those steps forward. And you might not be right the first time, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me because like, you know, during the pandemic, you know, because I did a lot of traveling and then so I just started, you know, people who started going on social media and just that you just basically realize you have your own microphone and, um, it you know, evolves into Zoom and, you know, now we can conduct, conduct business everywhere. And um, if you look at restaurants, if they eliminated in in in-store dining now you have doordash and uber eats and uh outdoor seating you know so um i love this just you know kind of constantly innovate and adapt and use technology as well and i love and i love how you've you know grown everything and so impact beyond athletics you, you mentioned your role in helping clients achieve remarkable transformations um in losing significant weight you know dropping bad habits could you share a particular story where your coaching led to someone changing their life and just beyond athletic performance and, and, uh, you know, we'll end it on a high note. Yeah, of course. So honestly, a lot of my coaching now comes through education before it was like, here's the program, follow the program, do it kind of thing. But I am very much question-based, not them asking me questions, but I asked them to get them to click. 
So I've had clients drop vices like drinking or staying up too late or just not doing self-reflection. I've also had clients lose over a hundred pounds and it's through finding out what their genuine purpose is. Right. And I just ask questions that I'm genuinely interested in to see what is making them tick. Right. So I actually had a client recently where I was asking them about when they go out with friends why do they drink? Like, what's what's the purpose? I'm just curious, right? I don't have, um, I don't stand on a high horse of like, oh, drinking's terrible. But this is just a great example of them encompassing it. So through the questions, I was like, hey, why do you drink? Oh, just you know, go out, have fun, get a little bit loose. I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, like, who do you go out with? I'm like, oh, my best friend, this, that one, and then my my high school friend. I'm like, okay, so like, are you comfortable around them? Like, oh yeah, like, we hang out all the time. Like, Okay, so like in this situation, do you need the alcohol to like loosen you up to be around your friends? Or like, no, not really. I mean, I just kind of do it just to do it. I'm like, well, do you want to do it? Like, ah, you know, I actually like I haven't been wanting to. And then this this is like a consolidated 30 minute talk where eventually like, oh, wow, like I don't need it. I don't necessarily want it. It always makes me feel bad the next day. So they cut it. They went three months sober just because of a conversation where I was just asking genuine questions. I didn't tell them to stop. Yeah. My coaching is very, very dynamic. I've had weekend warriors who yeah. would make a, a two, three glasses of wine in one night look like nothing. Right. And I still got them to lose 30 pounds. Yeah. So just helping people find what it is that's truly impacting their life in a healthy way. Like my client that lost over hundred pounds. She had a deeper purpose. She lost her dad. Mm. It's, it's sad, right? But she has kids. Those yeah. kids look up to her. So uh, just through asking questions helps people realize their deeper purpose in life and not focusing on that short term. So it's it's really, really important to me to help people elevate their lives 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. And it's literally from having them find their own answers to the questions that they've had for years of why they're not doing something. And that's the most liberating for both me and them and extremely fulfilling. So we focus a lot on looking at lifestyle and helping out on every aspect, whether it's an entrepreneur who's time strapped and wants to spend more time with his kids. And we look at how things are structured to make sure that he does get that and he could give back to them. Because as entrepreneurs, you know, we just like head in the trenches, just forget about everything for a while. It's like, oh, snap, like my kid's five already. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, how, and how can people find out more about you and see the work that you do? The easiest way to find me is on uh, Instagram and YouTube right now. So Instagram is going to be Tayro Runs, although that handle might be changing because uh, yeah. through injuries, I'm not really running as much anymore. And the, I don't know, it doesn't. It's not congruent with my my message anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> Tayro Runs or Taylor Rose on uh, in, uh, uh, YouTube is best places. I'm open to chatting with anybody figuring out if you need help with anything and just doing my best to provide more value to the world. And for all the audience out there listening, Taylor for a remarkable conversation, inspiring and talking about mindsets, resiliency, and in the context of fitness, athletics, uh, entrepreneurship, business, and all of his resources will be in the links and show notes, follow him on all his socials. And with that, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.